fact, with his disciples, most of his teaching was through stories, except for when he was talking directly to them. Whether the story was about the farmer scattering the seed, or the story of the man who built his house on the rock, or the story of the younger brother who left home, Jesus was an expert at communicating essential truths, utilizing simple stories and common language that the people would understand. It seems that his, uh, his natural style was to invite people in by saying, hey, did you hear the one about the priest, the pastor, and the rabbi? And then going on to tell a, a story or a parable that conveyed some profound truth. Matthew, in chapter 13 of his gospel, goes so far as to say that Jesus spoke all these things to the crowds in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. Yet it's clear that Jesus did have the ability to speak pretty directly when he felt like it, as we've just heard in this morning's gospel, with his comments about anger and reconciliation, adultery, divorce, the taking of oaths, and the need to turn the other cheek. Yet I think it's important to remember that in the midst of all the teaching and all of the storytelling that Jesus did, he left us with only one new commandment. Just one new commandment. And we find that in the Gospel of John. I'm guessing a lot of you are familiar with it. When he says, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. In these days when we hear multiple and I think conflicting messages about what it means to be Christian, this is the verse that I keep coming back to. I believe it is clear. I believe it is understandable, and it represents a compelling invitation to a uniquely Christian lifestyle. Now notice that I didn't say it was easy. And Jesus didn't say, well, I've got a new commandment for you, and I, I just want you to give it a good try. No, he didn't say, I've got a new commandment for you, and, and I hope you'll consider it and try to fit it into your, your busy schedule. No, he didn't say, I've got a new commandment for you, and, you know, I just want you to do the best you can with this one, at least, at least with all the nice people that you know. No, he said, this is a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. Now, with Valentine's Day on the horizon, Father Michael has given me permission to veer from my traditional preaching for this morning. So I've invited Allie and Denise Kinsella and Wayne Barnes to join me in a Reader's Theater presentation, and they don't know that right now I want them to come up here. This is breaking our plan. Come on. Come up here, guys. This is, they're not expecting this, so that's why they look a little like, what am I supposed to be doing now? All right, turn around and face these people. I, I want you to know, yeah, I'll take one of those, by the way, now that I'm here, yeah. Um, 
I came up with this, this the Reader's Theater that I wanted to do, and I needed some people who would join me in doing it, and these three volunteered. And they met me last night here in the sanctuary, and we practiced for an hour and a half. And then they've been here since 6.45 this morning, did this at the first service in the chapel and the second service in here, and now they're here for the third time. I think that deserves a round of applause. They are awesome people to work with. I have had a wonderful time doing this, and I think you will be delighted in what they have to share this morning. So, now you can go back. <laughs> I hope that this presentation, well, let me just do say this. This thing will commence with a brief period of chaos in this room, okay? That might be a time, if you're seated in the far wings on either side, I know you love your own seat, but there are seats up here, and given that it's a dramatic presentation, you might find things that you would like to see, and you're not going to be able to see them very well from over there or over here. So in this uh, shortly to come bit of chaos, please feel free to move around. I hope that in this presentation, you'll find an opportunity to laugh, at least to smile, Maybe, in fact, you'll even be challenged about what it means to love. Maybe you'll learn something about all of the various ways that love kind of is infused throughout heavenly scripture. And maybe you'll leave here renewed in your belief that love is really at the very heart of the gospel. All right, friends, Valentine's is coming. Red hot. We got some red hot here. There you go. Oh, oh my goodness. You got to pass those on. Pass those around. Red hot. So cool. Kiss me, it says. Kiss me. There you go. There you go. Pass them down. Pass them down. Here you go. Be my Valentine. Be my Valentine. There you go. Loving starts. Gifts of flowers. Floral showers. Speak of romance. And the chance. That you'll be mine. Valentine. Valentine. This is a day for love. Have you gotten your sweetheart some candy or flowers? A card or some kisses? For the mister or the missus. We hope, we hope that, that you, you do, do. That you rejoice in the day. That you celebrate love. In all of its ways. Eros, the hot one. Phileos, the brother. Agape, the giver. All of them. Lovers. But none can compare. With the big gift of love. The greatest valentine of all. That, that comes, comes from, from above. above. So, in the midst of. The flowers. The chocolate. The candy. The kisses. The hugs. Which, which are, are all fine and dandy. dandy. 
As we rejoice in the day. As we laugh, love, and play. Let us also listen to what the good book has to say. <clears throat> okay. Genesis 1. In the beginning... Wait, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, we can't start back there. Good grief, we'd be here all day. If you try to share... Everything the Bible has to say. We're talking highlights. With details at 11. Can't I at least read up to verse 7? No, cut it down to size. Summarize. The words love, loves, love, lover, or loving appear in the Bible in 715 verses, 391 in the Hebrew Scriptures, and 324 in the New Testament. And? You said summarize. Good grief. A little more information would be nice. Okay. The psalmist is the most interested in love. Over 40% of the references to love in the Old Testament are found in the ancient songs of David. And the most interesting references in the fashion of fashion are said to have been written by David's son in, in the, the Song, song of, of Solomon. Solomon. I hear my beloved. See how he comes leaping on the mountains, bounding over the hills. My beloved lifts up his voice. He says to me, Come then, my love, my lovely one, come. For see, winter is past. The rains are over and gone. The flower appears on the earth. The seasons of glad songs has come. The cooing of the turtle dove is heard in our land. Come then, my love, my lovely one, come. Show me your face. Let me hear your voice. For your voice is sweet. And your face is beautiful. Well, obviously, a gift for poetry ran in that family. So is it surprising? That centuries later... The angel Gabriel would be sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph. A direct descendant of the poet. The lover, the man of God. A direct, a direct heir, heir in, in the, the house, house of, of David. David. Jesus seems to have grown up with this family tradition. And he and his disciples, especially John and Paul, speak the words of love that are known to us all. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandments. And remain in his love. I have told you this. So that my own joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. This is my commandment. Love, love one, one another, another as, as I have loved you. The Apostle John, who wrote this all down, at the hurt in the church. At the hatred and anger. That proved such a danger. And kept people strangers. To the power of love. Come, come down, down from, from above. above. So, he wrote them a letter that said, You can, you can, can do, do better. better. My dear people, let us love one another. Since love comes from God. And everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. And anyone who fails to love can never have known God. Because, because God, God is, is love. Anyone who lives in love lives in God. And God lives in him. Love will come to its perfection in us. When we can face the day of judgment without fear. 
Because even in this world, we have become as he is. In love, there can be no fear. For fear is driven out by perfect love. We are to love then because, because he loved us first. Anyone who says, I love God and hates his brother and sister is, is a liar. Since someone who does not love the person that he can see cannot love God whom he has never seen. So this is the commandment that he has given us. That anyone who loves God must, must also, also love his brother and sister. But the words about love that we know best of all were the ones written down by the Apostle Paul. He struggled so mightily with the church at its birth, sharing with them what the gifts of the Spirit were worth. Apostles and prophets, teachers and leaders, miracle workers, prayers and healers. But of all the gifts that we might desire, a blessing for which we might aspire, the giving of which will set us on fire, we, we must, must reach, reach for, for the, the gift, gift that, that Paul says is higher. If I have all the eloquence of men or of angels, but speak without love, I am simply a gong booming. Or a if I have the gift of prophecy, understanding all the mysteries there are, and knowing everything. If, if I have faith in all its fullness to move mountains, but, but without, without love, love, then I am nothing at all. If I give away all that I possess piece by piece, and even if I let them take my body to burn it, but, but am without, without love, it will do me no good, whatever. Love is always Patience. and kind. It is never rude or selfish. It does not take offense. And it is not resentful. Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins, but, but delights in the, the truth. truth. It is always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope, and, and to, to endure, endure whatever comes. Love does not come to an end. But if there are gifts of prophecy, the time, the time will, will come, come when, when they, they must, must fail. Or the gift of languages. It, it will, will not continue, continue forever. And knowledge. For, For this, this too, the time, the time will come, come when, when it, it must, must fail. fail. For our knowledge is imperfect. And our prophesying is imperfect. But once perfection comes, all imperfect things will disappear. When I was a child, I used to talk like a child. And think like a child. And argue like a child. But, but now, now I, I am, am a man. All childish ways are put behind me. Now we are seeing a dim reflection in a mirror. But then we shall be seen face to face. The knowledge that I have now is imperfect. But then I shall know as fully as I am known. In short, there are three things that last. Faith, hope, and love. And the, and the greatest, greatest of these is, is love. love. So, this is the message. The word that's divine. While all of the other gifts are just fine. God would be happy. If you would discover. That the best thing to do. Is, is just, just be, be a lover. lover. Over the centuries. God has pursued you. With prophets and princes. Poets and flowers. Sunrises, clouds. And great awesome powers. Through whispers and rainbows. Symbol and sign. God has asked you, won't you be mine? Won't you be my Valentine? In 
the answer, my friends, in case you can't guess, is, is yes. yes. And the lesson within the lesson is, love is messy. <laughs> I invite you to stand as together we now affirm our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. Saying together, we believe in one God. Father and the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven through the power of the Holy Spirit. He became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Today's prayers of the people, in response to Lord, in your mercy, please reply, hear our prayer. Taught by the commandments of God to choose life and love, let us bring to God our prayers for the needs of all creation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the church, remembering especially Michael, our presiding bishop, John and Diane, our bishops, the Diocese of Los Angeles, for our guest preacher, Jerry, our priests, Michael, Gina, Karen, and Charles. We may serve and guide others to serve God and work together to build and strengthen God's world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For this parish family, that we may seek the wisdom of the Spirit in all that we say and do, and never be satisfied with merely fulfilling the letter of the law. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For leaders of the nations and all elected officials, that they may be servants of the common good. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
for all who are daily threatened with violence, anger, and insult in many places around the globe, especially Yemen and Syria, that God will hear their cry and hear, heal their painful memories. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. For those suffering from storms, colds, and other disasters, and for all in need of your prayers, remembering especially those in the Philippines and in the Northeast U.S., that God may give them strength and renew their spirits. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. For those who have died, remembering especially those dear to our hearts, that they may live forever in the place prepared for them in the presence of God. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Hear our prayers 